Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical, transformational journey. Welcome back to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay, and this is our 102nd episode of the Inspired Action Podcast. And I'm here, as always, with Lita Herman, my co-host with the most. (laughs) Welcome back, Inspired Actioneers. It's so great to have you join us again today, and we're eager... Do you say that every time? It's so great. I think it It is. It is kind of great. Great every single time that there's a listener out there somewhere in the world who wants to listen to it again. And today, especially one of my favorite topics, the magic of the heart. Yes, we're going to continue on with that. And it's about healing our hearts from any heart pains that we've had. And, you know, we also say that to free our hearts means like unwrapping the tentacles that we have around them. So on this podcast, we're going to not talk about those dusty old couches or lazy boys or lazy girls that are in our hearts. We're going to already took them to the Goodwill, already took them to the tag sale or the yard sale, depending on where you live in the world. You have different names for those. I did not know that. So I always said yard sale. What did you say, Lita? Tag sale. Tag sale. See? (laughs) There you go. All right. So so instead of that, today we're going to talk about tentacles wrapped around your heart and inside that morass of tentacles is guess what, Lita? What? Your heart. Your heart lives there. It's beautiful and free. But we have these nasty tentacles, as we call them, wrapped around it, kind of like keeping it hostage. Yes. And today it's about what those tentacles really are, how they got there in the first place, and then how to remove them. Okay. That's not an easy topic because that's lifetimes of of this morass building tentacles, but you know, (laughs) and they don't always let go easily. Yes. They can be kind of complicated. Yes. And they're just... I don't know how to say it. They're just not wrapped in a way that you can easily unwrap them. It's not like a Christmas present. Or just to add another metaphor, like a tangled uh, ball of yes, twine. We just have we have Christmas present, um, <laughs> uh, the tentacles of like a giant squid. Should I say? Release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. We've talked about the Kraken before. Right. So those of you who've been with us for a while. So now we have the world's giant ball of yarn. Yes. It's tangled. Where is the giant tangled ball of yarn? It's wrapped around your heart. Hopefully not. I mean, I'm sure some of us don't have many tentacles, but many of us have quite a few. All right. So let's simplify this with all the different metaphors we're throwing around. Yeah. It's really quite simple. Bad things happen to everyone, and I don't think anyone can say that nothing bad has ever happened to them. And I know we always say there's no good or bad, and, you know, so let's just use air quotes around bad here for just for today. And the question is, how did you deal with this bad thing? How did that bad thing change you? What did you learn from it? Yeah, most people think they've learned, I'm using my air quotes too, uh, something from these events. Some Someone may say, I'm never, ever going to do that again or make that mistake again or trust that person again. It's these these stories that we create to whatever you think caused that, again, a lot of air quotes today, negative thing that happened or that trauma that happened to you, whatever that was, you, we kind of create these walls, these barricades barricades, these tentacles get in there and hook us. They hook us. Exactly. So let's just try a really simple example. Let's say you buy a beautiful new shiny bike and it's your pride and joy and you get one of those flimsy bike locks because you think that's enough or you maybe just were being cheap, you ran out of money and you don't, or maybe you just don't know any better. You think all bike locks are the same. And then you leave your bike locked up in town and guess what? You're 
brand new Pride and Joy bike is stolen. (laughs) So what's the lesson you're going to learn? What did you learn? Hopefully first you learn to get a vet a bike lock. Yes. Right. Right. That would release the kryptonite. Yes. (laughs) Release (laughs) the the kryptonite. Yes. And that would be like a kind of simplistic way to do it where maybe you're not creating a lot of tentacles. It's like, oops, I should have gotten a better bike lock. Maybe I didn't know that there were better bike locks. Anyway, whatever the reason is, most of us might go there, but many of us might be more traumatized by this event. And then there might be all kinds of stories you create that are your lessons that you learned from it. And it's probably not really about the bike. No, it's about the being something being stolen from you. So maybe you think you can never enjoy something nice ever again, because then you'd be constantly worrying about it getting That's stolen. someone taking it away from you. Yeah. yeah. And so maybe then maybe you decide you're never going to go anywhere with your bike because it might get stolen. Or you can't trust the lock. Yeah. Uh, there's the trust issue. Yep. And then you're always thinking about it and looking back. And then you're and looking wondering. at other people's nice bikes and yeah. saying, why can't I have my bike? Right. Wow. And so jealousy. There's just so many things. You, you might get a really old bike so that no one will ever steal it. But then you're always miserable with your old crappy bike. So you're not. So in all these Wait, cases. You could get a new bike and yeah. then make it look crappy, crappy yourself. There you go. Right. <laughs> so then secretly know it's a good bike, That's but then actually, nobody wants it. That would be the wood version of that one. That's I right. Think. The win-win. The win-win. All right. Well, obviously there are a lot of lessons you might think you've learned from this. But the question is, are you free? Are you free to be or do what you want? And in this case, did this, did this event change your life? Do you, you know, do you really want that nice shiny new bike and you won't let yourself enjoy it for fear of it being taken from you? So something happened that changed your life from that point forward because of fear or because of how you, you know, viewed these bad events and you think they're going to recur. Yeah. And it could definitely be like, you know, conscious or unconscious. Yeah. So I guess the bigger question is, Lita, are you free to do life the way you want to, or are you changing your life radically or maybe subtly? I don't know, in ways that make your heart no longer be free. And yes. that's what the tentacle, what we like to call the tentacle today. Yeah. So, can you be free to be me? Yeah, that's what we had in our last <laughs> right? episode. So, well, no, so now that's right. I remember that song. Please yes. don't go back to Please that. Please don't sing it again. <laughs> so, don't. you're no longer free to be you. I'm not even going to say the word that me anymore. You. <laughs> Unless someone has a new song. <laughs> right. Well, um, we already are taking um, deposits on me never singing that song again, right? Yes. <laughs> Donations. We're up, we're up I to mean. $1 yes. that I donated. <laughs> Jay paid me not to sing that song again. All right. So, well. The and point- you almost did. I you almost know, did. I, you almost did. No, <laughs> I'm stopping it right now. So the stolen bikes story is just a very simplistic example. Let's talk a little bit more about when a more serious traumatic event happens. Yes, because you can get a lot of tentacles all tangled yeah. around your heart, like stacked around. Up around each other. Yeah, because a really bad event happened. So our goal here is 
you know, just to remind everyone in this season, it's about freeing your heart and we want your heart to be free so you can feel passionate about life and the things you really want. But if you're worrying all the time and constantly on the lookout for these bad things happening, then you're not free. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit more about these tentacles and as a result of these traumas, how they wrap around your heart and not make us be free. So let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's, let's go. go. Wait, 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 Jay. Let's just give no! everyone a little update. Okay. Um, I, I kind of knew it was coming, so I was making it a little more dramatic. <laughs> on the Inspired Action Podcast and the Alchemy Learning Center. So obviously today we're launching a kind of like mini series inside season six, where we're going to talk about freeing your heart from these tentacles. And we're going to go through all of the five elements after today. Yay. So we'll have the wood version of it, the fire, et cetera. So that'll be fun. Wait, wait, you just can't say wood and et cetera. Oh, there's fire. only four other ones. <laughs> fire, earth, metal, and water. Okay, and you even said them out of order. I did. <laughs> Let's try again. <laughs> five elements. Which one are we going to cover? Wood, fire, earth, metal, and water. How's that? (laughs) There you go. And the point of this is that every elemental type responds differently to trauma and negative events, especially how uh, around how we create these tentacles and then how we can get free of them. Yeah. Every time we talk about this, people always ask how we can relate it to the five elements. So that's why we're doing it. Yeah. So it's going to be great. And so... Also, do you want to say anything more about the Alchemy Learning Center, Jay? rocking. We've had so many new people join this year. It's just breaking every record that we had before. We have classes, live webinars, alchemical meditations free. Some are paid, but some many are free. You can just come there, check it out. You can sign up for free. And we do have some things happening in January, February. You know, we've just got a lot going on. And you can always listen to the podcast there as well. We have curated podcast lists. We have five yep. elements. We have nine palaces. We have alchemy. And we have an app in the App Store and Google Play yes. for Alchemy Learning Center. So you yes. can check that so you out. you can check it if you're only on your phone. Go check it out. Yeah. All right. So that's cool. So we have so much. You got me all pumped up about the lovely tentacles. Okay. So let's get back to the lovely, lovely. tentacles. Lovely. I don't, I don't know. Only maybe only a squid's mother would think that the tentacles are lovely. Or, you know, that octopus teacher made it look really pretty. Well, but... remember, I told you, Lita, octopuses do not have tentacles. I don't understand They that. have arms and legs. Six they... arms. Two legs. No, six legs, two arms. No. But anyways, there's lots of other ones that are. Okay. And I'm not really sure what the Kraken is. But I'm going to just say that the Kraken has tentacles, but do not hold me to that. (laughs) Yes, right. Someone's going to tell us what it's a mythical creature. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) So, in my version of the Kraken, it has tentacles. Okay. Well, that reminds me. So, if you're in your mind, you can imagine an octopus, but just know deep down there, they don't have tentacles. Well, that reminds me. I like squid. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I like squid. like squid. Okay. Well, for the tentacle thing. Okay. Well, that reminds me back in pod 54, for those of you who've been with us for a while, but if you haven't been with us for a while, you might want to go back and listen to that podcast where where Jay talks a lot about the Kraken. Okay, but- if I haven't made it already appealing, I'm so sorry. Go listen to 54. <laughs> so we introduced the concept of the tentacles and that we basically have these ways of living our lives to prevent future trauma. We're trying to prevent that trauma because we think we've learned these lessons from the past, but in in actuality, these are the stories of how the bad things happen and how they're going to change how we are today. It's not in a good way necessarily. Well, I just think that we could be free and be true to ourselves and have these stories of the past ruling our lives and let them go. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we can be free of them. All right. So let's talk about these lessons and what we quote unquote air quotes 
think we learn when bad things Boy, happen. A lot of air quotes. It's yeah. like Air Bud. Do you remember? <laughs> did you ever see those movies, Air Buds? No. You never saw Air Bud? No. With the dog? That's not the thing you put in your ear? No. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. <laughs> there you go. Are you the funny one today? <laughs> no, Air Bud. Okay. Is a movie, a Disney movie. Uh, Can I say the D word? Yeah, it's a Disney movie. It's called. Airplane. But we're not being paid to say that. No, probably pay us not to say that. <laughs> yeah, right. Like the other stuff. <laughs> um, so, but you're right on the earbuds. Yeah. Right? So, okay. Can I wonder we get if back they to got the clearance topic? on that? I yes. don't even know why. We're, oh, air. What quotes. if Airbud in the movie wore earbuds so he could listen to music? There you go. Airbud, Airbud. There you go. <laughs> back to the topic. Yes. So how we react and respond to these lessons have to do, again, with our elemental energetics and who you truly are. So if you get hurt by some sort of trauma, that's going to have a very different effect on you if you're wood than if you're earth. So that's what we're going to do for the next series, which I mentioned earlier. So So each of the elements will respond differently. And what are the elements again? (laughs) Wood, etc. No, I'm going to call you on that. What are they? (laughs) Wood, fire, earth, metal, water. Yay. (laughs) So again, in our next series of episodes, the mini ones, we're going to delve into this topic elementally. Dear Watson. Right. But today is just setting it up. So what, what do we, what do we want to look at generically, not based on the elements? You know, how do we think people in general have different types of tentacles? And remember, we're not saying that people have tentacles. Only squids. Only and squids and not octopus. And cephalopods. Is it but octopus or octopuses? It all depends. Are you talking about one or octopi? Octopi. There or you go. Or if you have many, it could be an octopod. <laughs> there you go. Right? I can go all down the octopus yeah. hole there. Yeah, all right. But we're not saying people have tentacles like right. squids or right. cephalopods. Okay, all right. That was a big word. Wow. Right? I'm impressed. <laughs> hey, okay. I have the Discovery Channel. I watch it. <laughs> All right. So we found that by categorizing these tentacles, it helped people sort them out because really it just feels like that ball of twine, like, you know, not to Maybe we should go with the twine. I don't wrapped know. around their heart, all tangled. So you can't really sort it out. Whatever but, one you relate to more. Yeah, but we're going to help Tentacles you. if you're into Discovery Channel. Twine, if you're into the Martha Stewart kind of <laughs> yes, arts and crafty. There you go. For the arts and crafty DIY people. That's right. Go okay. with the twine. <laughs> so which of these tentacles are you going to relate to more? So we're going to go through each of them. And we thought about how we wanted to categorize them. And we realized that they all had characteristics similar to this old expression, forgive us for using it, the seven deadly sins. Yes. it's in, Not to make it more complicated, but yes. now we're trying to make it less complicated. <laughs> yes. It just so happens, it just kind of like goes it goes really well. It goes well with it. Yeah. yeah. So let's and do it. This isn't a lecture on sinning or being bad in the eyes of God or some some kind of like scenario like that. It's just that the emotions that are characterized as these seven deadly sins are similar to how each of these tentacles maybe can make you feel. And actually our take on them is a little different than maybe what you've ever heard before, but it's in deeply influenced by one of our uh, great Taoist immortals named Lu Dan Ving. We love him. We talk about him a lot. And so we just kind of like, like, hey, what about this? And yeah, that's what like, we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Like an example with Ludon Bin is, you know, he had many, many stories about him, but but one of them. You can just use the Google if you want to hear more. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the Google. Just remember, well, uh, you look at your sources when you're using the Google for yes. knowledge for anything, actually. Yes. But for Ludon Bin, he had this thing called this, the 10 Trials of Ludon Bin. 
And this is these are trials that his immortal teacher put him through as a test to see if he had what it took to become immortal. Maybe we just give like the short, short, short version of this I'm just going to give you one. How's that? One go. of the 10. There you go. So in one of the trials, um, Ludon Bin came home after being out all day and found that everything was stolen in his home by a burglar. Everything. He lost it all. But he didn't seem disturbed at all, which was partially how he passed the test. And, you know, by not showing that disturbance, it, it means he didn't feel a lack. I guess the question of the word is what disturbance is. Did he not feel happy, sad, lost, gain, just He didn't have neutral. a reaction. Yeah. Okay. So instead, he just went out and started working out in the fields, you know, basically like starting all over again since he had nothing left. And maybe he was just like, go find some potatoes to eat or something like that. So as the story goes, while digging in the ground, he found some bars of gold. Like a lot of gold. A lot. And so you'd think, oh my gosh, you know, yay, my You just got rewarded for being robbed. Yeah. But nope. instead, he didn't take the gold. He left them where they were because they weren't his. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Yeah. So, in, so, so I guess he didn't feel the lack. Right. He, even after losing everything, he still didn't have that sense of greed, of wanting, yeah. of lack. He didn't want to take something that clearly, clearly belonged to yeah, someone else. Yeah, I can else. see, imagine a lot of people thinking that that gold was a gift or reward for him being not, not disturbed, but I guess that's not the lesson. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, when you go to the grocery store and they hand you back a 20 by mistake, you're like, uh, 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 what do you do? Do you give it back or do you take it? Uh, I cannot confirm or deny I've ever had that experience. <laughs> Silence, crickets, 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 crickets. <laughs> so the point is he didn't feel a sense of lack, even though he had nothing. So his heart was free not to want the gold because he knew it wasn't his. Yeah, exactly. So that, I guess that makes him have a heart of gold. Yeah. Oh, there you That's go. That's his heart, right? There you go. He had a heart of gold. Yes. So um, essentially... We're asking why our hearts might not be free, and there are usually two reasons. It's either a sense of lack or a need for control. So there are four tentacle types that we put in the category of lack and three that go with needing to control everything. And together, that makes the seven tentacles. And for fun, we're going to add an eighth, just if you keep listening at the end. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the first four tentacles, and they have to do with this feeling of lack. These tentacles are called overindulgence, temptation, greed, and jealousy. So let's go through them. Sure. So the first one is about a sense of perpetual hunger, you know, just not being fed, not having enough physically and even spiritually. And so we call it overindulgence because you're never satisfied. Or in Chinese medicine, we might even call it the hungry ghost. Yeah. It's an incessant need to fill oneself. And while there may not be a physical ghost haunting you, or there might be, you might be haunted by a past where you felt denied. Yeah. It reminds me of my That's grandmother. That's common, yeah. Yeah. My grandmother was in an orphanage when she was young. And, you know, her mother couldn't take care of her, didn't have enough money to take care of her. So because she'd been or- orphanage, she always felt like she was starving. She had a lack. And so as an adult, she ate and ate and ate huge quantities of food. And especially like she was known to eat a lot of cakes, like the whole cake in one sitting. She could never stop. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's And that's, you can just see that's not just one answer. No. Like it's just a, a, a hole that's trying to be filled or a tentacle. That's it's wrapped. a tentacle. Yeah. So that's the overindulgence tentacle. And 
you know, we're going to talk more about these, but let's just say that a lot of these tentacles are like ghosts that haunt us from the past. And we've like, talked about the ghost points in the past. Yeah, yeah. The, the ghost points, for those of you who are new to this, are acupuncture points that are well-known in Chinese medicine to be helpful with these kind of hauntings of the past. And because you always have the answer, what podcast should they should go, go back and listen to? <laughs> we talked about them in pod How 29. Do you do that? <laughs> I just don't get it. I'd be like, just go back and find it. Yes, pod 29 in our first season. You can learn more about the ghost points there. Okay, so, so the next tentacle that we next, associate with this idea is called temptation. Yeah, temptation. It's kind of similar to overindulgence. The difference is we overindulge on things that are basically okay for us. It's just that we do it to an excess. Would that be like watching too much Netflix? Yeah. Like binging on Wednesday on yes. Netflix in like one day, yeah. two, day two days maybe? <laughs> Wednesday, not the day of the week, right. but the actual show we called Binged Wednesday. on Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she means the new show Wednesday, which was really cool. But anyway, yes, that is a bingeable show. And so it's just that you can overdo it. It does. It just means that sometimes you have to go to extreme measures to stop yourself to overdo it. But well, temptation yeah, is that, different. Yeah, that's when you know something is bad. Again, another air quote, but you really don't want to be doing it, but you do it anyways. Again, it's fueled by this feeling like you need, that's the key word, something. Right, the lack. And so obviously this goes much more with the, the traditional idea of sins, like sleeping with your best friend, sweetie, or doing drugs that you think are really bad for you. Um, and the key here is... Did you really say sweetie? Yeah. Are you like from the 50s? <laughs> I think that's been resurrected. That one's that one's kind no. of like hip and no. cool now, no? No. Okay. All right. And the key here is the temptation It's about doing something you think is wrong. You actually don't want to do it, but you can't stop. You're tempted again because something in you is feeling lacking and that thing feels like it's going to fill that void. Does that also be an addiction? Yes, it is the addiction. Yes. And then there's greed, which is also similar to the first two. But here you want so much that you start taking what's not yours, maybe even stealing from people. Perhaps you feel like it's owed to you somehow like you just didn't get it when you needed it. And that justifies your greed. Which you can totally see ha can happen to people when they feel like they feel entitled to something that they aren't getting. So then they have to pursue more and more of whatever is missing. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is money. And just for the record, I always give the 20 back if you get it. <laughs> I don't want anyone to think that that would not be the case because I have done that. Um, perhaps, you know, even we could talk about gambling or maybe it's like swindling or conning people. Just that blatant stealing. It's that feeling that you want something for nothing because you deserve it. Yeah. And it's kind of the one that makes the world go round these days. I mean, we know there's a lot of greed out there in the world. There are a lot of people making oodles of money with a bit sketchy motive behind Like a big them. sketchy motive. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're taking advantage of the poor or the weak or just raping and pillaging the earth itself. I mean, there are just a lot of examples of that. Yeah. And there aren't a lot of people out there like Ludon Bin who would just leave the gold in the ground because mm -hmm. someone else buried it there. I know. They'd be like finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Yeah, there you go. But actually the finder would be weeping because they would be the losers. Yeah. I just turned that around. Okay. And then the next one that has to do with lack is the jealousy tentacle. And so this one seems a lot tamer than the other three because it's mostly just a state of mind. 
It doesn't really have to do so much with your actions, but you always feel jealous of all the other people who've got what you want and you didn't get it. So maybe you don't actually act on the jealous feelings, but in your mind, it's the constant source of pain and definitely a tentacle around your heart. And because your heart is not free to be happy for another person's success. Yep, that's it. And it's really got a stranglehold on your happiness in general. In that case, because even if things are going well in your life, you may still be unhappy if someone else seems to be doing better than you. And the real difference is in your heart. Yeah, maybe you feel a lack of wealth, for example. Maybe someone stole a bunch of wealth from you, money, and now... You have these tentacles around your heart where you feel like you're owed that money back and you're constantly wanting to take it back because you deserve it. And maybe maybe you develop a shopping addiction as a result, or maybe you just feel jealous of everyone else who has money, or maybe you feel tempted to take other people's money that you feel, you know, you are owed, or maybe you're just obsessed with money. And, you know, maybe it means you're going to use some unscrupulous tactics to get it. Sure. So that's that's the temptation. So I did actually have a client who went through that. Some something, you know, was stolen, a lot of money, and 10 years later she was still lamenting it and constantly feeling like she was jealous of everyone else who had money. So that's the jealousy tentacle. It sounds like no big deal, but it it is a constant obsession and it it's really not fun for the person who's yeah, jealous. It is really like a lot of people have this and it yeah. some is in you know, different levels, but that's the four that are associated with lack. What about the other three tentacles? Okay, so the next set is about control. Trying to control the world around you. Wanting to control, or on the flip side of that, maybe just even giving up control completely because you just stop caring. Like you have no control. Yes, exactly. So the first tentacle of this type is called pride, which we could also call ego. And this is a tough one for all of us, I think. It's hard not to feel defensive when people criticize you, but a free heart would listen to the criticism with humility and then decide if truthfully there's merit in that criticism, you know, whatever that person's saying. And without the ego tentacle, it's actually okay to be wrong and admit you're wrong. But many of us reject any criticism and fight it with all our might. And it is, I think, one of the hardest ones and then one of the most powerful ones that really start people down the dominoes of tentacles. Yes. So, and we've all got it. We've all don't, no one likes to be elementally, no element, one element likes to be wrong. Right. Um, Yeah. In in fact, we might do anything so as not to appear wrong in any way. And this is a tentacle because it means we're not free to be or do whatever we want or need to do. We're constantly worried about what other people will think of us. Yeah, not necessarily just that we want to be liked, like a fire element person, but we desperately don't want to be wrong. And that relates to a number of All of the elements, I think, yeah. Yeah. And again, we're going to go a little further with all of this stuff in our next series of episodes based on the elements. So if you want to be right all the time, this is a big tentacle for you. It's about embarrassment. It's about not wanting confrontations. Criticism. Criticisms. Everything will trigger That's why I said it's so big in the world. It really is. Yeah. On so many levels. So the next tentacle we want to talk about is called deep-seated anger. Yes. This one is common for people who've experienced a lot of trauma. Yeah. And they may be completely unaware of the anger inside them, and it's just constantly affecting them every day, all day. It's like that gnawing, gnawing sensation. Yeah. Let's just say that, you know, your dad dies when you were young, 
And fundamentally, you're just really pissed about that. And at the very least, you may feel like you're entitled to have a father, which you are, and you didn't get to have one. And so that you just have this like perpetual pissed off thing going yeah, on. Many, many people feel that on so many different things. So you bury that anger inside. And who are you really angry at? Let's talk about it. Was it anyone's fault? Are you mad at him, the universe, the world? He just died. Yeah. So the only thing to be mad at maybe is like God or whatever you want to think of God is. The divine stole your father from you. I mean, however you think of it, maybe you're just pissed for that, no reason. You don't have that love or you don't yeah. have that belonging. You don't have someone to have your back. We can go down all the elements with that. Right. And so now this anger spills out all the time with petty annoyances. And especially if anything happens that reminds you of how your father died or even how he was when he was alive, then anger is sure to surface. And so fundamental. It's like you just can't accept the things in your life. Yeah. So anger in Chinese medicine can be a positive emotion that helps bring out change in the world when something needs to shift. But the kind of anger we're talking about that we're, we're calling deep-seated anger, again, air quotes, we're talking about, you know, it's really challenging because it's not in response to a particular situation in your current life. It's just being angry all the time because you can't accept the world in the past. You know, you can't accept the present world because of what happened in the past. Yeah, and I guess the last tentacle is the kind of the opposite of the deep-seated anger. It's called apathy. Yes, or we, or it was called in the deadly seven deadly sins, sloth. Yes. So we could, you know. But sloths are so cute. I know they're so cute, but a sloths like apathy don't do much. No, but they're still cute. They're still cute. But and apathy is not cute. Apathy is not cute. This is where you just stop caring about anything because you don't think you can make a difference. So why bother? Life is out of control. Life is out of my control. I can't do anything about it. Yeah. I do this, see that a lot. Yeah. And this tentacle comes from the feeling of powerlessness that we often get as children because we're basically powerless as a child in the world of adults. Especially if the adults in your life won't let you act on anything you're inspired to do or you're motivated to do or that you feel like authentically you want to do. And so the only way to survive is just to go along with their flow. Yeah. And going with the flow is great when you're walking your path and your destiny in life. I mean, going with the flow is a wonderful thing. But when you're not on your life's path, then it feels really crappy to go with the flow. Is that a technical term? Yes. <laughs> crappy. And it's definitely a heart issue because you're not free to walk your path. Yeah, it's always, you know, I think when I'm talking about this, it always feels like something is in the way, even if it isn't. It's like the invisible boulder. Yeah. Right? It's making you doubt yourself, making you feel like nothing matters. Right. And we're actually meant to follow a path and have passion in our lives. That's what this this part of alchemy that we're studying here in this podcast is all about, getting you back in touch with your passions so that you can feel inspired to act on your inspirations. I think that's why we named this podcast Inspired Action. <laughs> so that's the wonderful seven tentacles. Yes. But wait, you said eight. Yes. Because an octopus has eight, not tentacles. What are they again? Arms and legs. <laughs> yeah. Six legs, two arms. <laughs> All right. So we need an eighth. What's the eighth? What's the eighth? How well, about fear? Fear. Fear. Definitely. So I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, fear is, I mean, you could say it's a healthy reaction to much of life. It helps us stay in check. Like ultimately it promotes our safety to yes. have some, some healthy fear. Yes. But when it becomes a tentacle, it goes well beyond even apathy. And it can be, you know, even more so. We call it frozen in fear. Yeah. 
And when people get frozen in fear, it means they're not going to do anything. They're not even going to go with the flow. Think about the deer in the headlights, but yeah. never moving from that. Exactly. So that feeling of lack of safety, you know, becomes overwhelming. And that's kind of a tentacle as well. Yeah. That's that eighth tentacle for sure. <laughs> eighth tentacles on the Kraken. Yes. Because no one can say otherwise because it's mythical. So anyway, I actually love that we had seven tentacles because the number seven in Chinese numerology, if, if you don't mind me geeking out a little bit, it, it's really a fascinating number because it relates to choices and to decisions. So how are we going to live our lives? And it is the decisions that matter. Are we going to make something move, move us forward? so that we can achieve our full potential? Or are we going to let that same thing shut us down or detour us on our path in life? So we say the number seven is represents potential or pathology, where it's your choice which one you're going to take. I think that's perfect. So let's say this seven tentacles about decision-making in life and how we're going to tell the stories about our life. I always say you get to write your own stories when you release these tentacles. And then there's one extra scenario. We'll just do an asterisk. <laughs> okay. Which is completely shut down, the one we call Frozen. Not the movie. <laughs> not the movie. I'm not even going to sing that song. Although it movie. does have the Let It Go song, right? which is Let the it go, right? <laughs> um, so Frozen. Boy, two Disneys in one podcast. Wow. Wow. <laughs> they are going to shut us down. they like, no. <laughs> um, so it's when the heart is completely shut down, nothing's happening. That is what we're going to call the eighth tentacle. Yes, I like that. That's a good way to think of it. Whew, that was a lot. Yeah. So now we need to talk about how to work with these tentacles. So in the next five episodes, we are going to look at how each of us elementally can release these tentacles and, and you know, the hold that they have on our lives. So today for heart work, not homework. That's ah, your, you like that? That's your new term heart for homework, work, right? Yeah. So your heart work for today, if you choose to accept it, is just be aware and watch to see which of the seven or asterisk eight tentacles you think are currently in your life. Yeah, most of us have at least one at work. It's hard to live life and never be affected neg negatively by our experiences. Yeah, so just become the watcher. We often talk about that as well. I love that. Just watch yourself. Just be a little, you know, maybe go a little deeper than normal. Ask better questions. Are you more likely to be overintelligent, tempted, greedy, jealous, or more likely to be egotistical, angry, apathetic? Yeah. Or, or frozen with fear. Or is there, yeah. Yeah. And we invite you to post your findings in our Facebook group. Inspired Action Podcast has a Facebook group if you haven't already joined us. It's and been very busy lately. It's been very busy. And it's nice to have lively discussions. Um, and, you know, you can share with us what you think about the tentacles. Yeah. And we humbly believe that we are learning from each other. So we learn from you as well. Remember, we're just a little further down the road. That's yeah. All. So, so we're constantly trying to understand how these tentacles work. So if you have a particular story you'd like to share, please do. You know, I'm always on the on the site and answering questions that people have, looking at videos that they're posting of their walks. Sure. So, you know, join us if you haven't signed up so on that already. So you can come to alchemylearningcenter.com. We have free sign-up discussion boards there as well. And we'll create a new one for the episodes in both places. Yeah. If we remember. We'll try to remember. Yes. <laughs> so I think that's all for today. We're just going to let that go. Let it all go. Let it go. Let all those tentacles go and, and free your heart. And do your heart work if you want. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.
You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast, and you've reached the end. Woohoo! Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there. We love having you with us on this journey and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at InspiredActionPodcast.com or Jay at InspiredActionPodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And remember to hug the dog. <laughs>